Who do you like in the next? Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddy? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club. Yes, hello. Welcome to another edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet on this Thursday afternoon. Close to Christmas. Looking forward to the festive season. But as I welcome in, as always, my co-host, Mark Ward. Junior, we know you're an expert in the racing. We know your cricket knowledge. And, of course, your rugby league was very good. But now we can add soccer aficionado to your list of what uh, you're a genius at. Because at the start of the World Cup, you tipped (laughs) us into Argentina to win the World Cup. You stuck fat even though they lost the first uh, their first game mm. of the tournament and you would have collected a few days ago. Yeah, g'day Joey. Charlie, yeah, probably more good luck than good management there but um, <laughs> I think Argentina got out to $10 after they lost their opening game against the Saudis so I didn't double up. I just uh, stuck with, the, I think it might have been 650 or $7 at the start of the tournament in Argentina so... Yeah, we uh, we saw them all the way through. Um, great, uh, great final against the, the Frogs, the French. Gee, it could have went either way. So very happy that the Argentinians won the tournament. Geez, they know how to celebrate too, don't they? The Argentinians, not a bad place to Do be they? once what? you win a big soccer tournament. Oh, hey. how, how good was the vision in uh, in Buenos Aires or wherever it was? Four million people <laughs> going into the streets. My gosh! Yeah, one hell, don't mind taking one their clothes off either. Geez, a hell of a party <laughs> over there. Yeah, and I don't reckon yeah, the Argentinian uh, soccer players are too humble. Yeah, they're not humble either. They've been celebrating <laughs> hard, but so so they should. Mm. Hey, let's turn our attention to the cricket, what you do know best. Just a first uh, little maybe comment so far on how you've seen the BBL. We've had some great games, actually, that have gone down to the wire. And uh, and even maybe just a little bit of a, a recap of the, the, the testing, the Gabba. Well, that was a two-day bit of a debacle, really. Yeah. But Australia were good things. You told mm. us that at a dollar fifty last week, and, and maybe a bit of a preview for the Boxing Day test. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll start with the the, the big stuff, the, the test matches. Um, yeah, I thought uh, Australia were absolute morals against South Africa in uh, Brisbane, and it turned out that way. Uh, the pitch was a little bit uh, juicy, probably a bit too much uh, in favour of the faster bowlers. It was really. Um, too green on the first day and a little bit damp as well, which meant there were some divots in the pitch. And once they dried out, it was, it was very tough work for the batsmen. So Australia won that game in, what, a, a day and three quarters. So a very, very quick game. Uh, we go to the MCG now, of course. And I think Australia are morals again. Uh, they're going to be a bit shorter in the market. But I just can't see South Africa making enough runs t- to beat Australia. Their, their batting looks too thin. You know, they've got a lot of players who average 30 in test match cricket. Their bowling is is good, no doubt about it. Their bowling is, is you know, not far off the Australians, but you've got to make runs to win test matches. So I think um, Boxing Day test match, uh, hopefully Scotty Boland keeps his spot on the team because he is bowling beautifully. Josh Hayeswood's, they say he's fit uh, to come back from a side injury, but I would keep Scotty Boland in there. I just think he's bowling so well and offers a bit of, just a bit of difference in the bowling attack. Bowls a fuller length uh, to, to Hazelwood and, you know, he's got a great record at the MCG uh, from last year in that Boxing Day Test match. So we'll, hopefully he plays. And Australia just win again. Um, I think they're about a dollar thirty-three. Charlie, would that be right, mate? You got the prices there for that, that Test match at the MCG? I do. Dollar thirty-three to win. Draws eight bucks, and South Africa are five bucks. Nah, that's good. That's a good bet. Dollar thirty-three. Whatever you had uh, winnings on the first Test, just throw it in the second Test. Australia <laughs> to win there. Uh, we'll go again. Now, uh, the Big Bash, yeah, it's been, um, I've only done a couple of games, but um, I've watched a few on TV. It's been a, a pretty low-scoring um, affair mm. so far. The, the pitches haven't been great, and the batting's been a little bit suspect under pressure. We saw a game last night where the Renegades just snuck home um, down in Geelong against the Heat, a low-scoring game. So, yeah, I'm not sure which way it's headed. A few of my, my fancy teams, I was tipping the Hurricanes, they're sort of one from two. The Scorchers have been a bit patchy, as have the Sixers, so... 
at the moment, the strikers, um, they look the team to beat, but there's a long way to go in that big bash. So I'll stick with the Hurricanes as my original tip to win it. They're, they're still a good side. So I think they play the Sixers tonight. Um, but my my tip for the cricket, uh, the big bash, apart from Australia, is the Stars to beat the Scorchers tomorrow night on the, on the uh, December 23rd, I think, um, down at St Kilda. Uh, the Stars are playing the Scorchers. Yeah. So I'm going to tip the local team, the Stars, to, to beat the Scorchers there on Friday night. So that's a wrap-up of cricket, but uh, looking yeah, forward to Boxing Day, of course. Always a great uh, great venue. Always absolutely is. And, of course, there is still plenty of racing going on. Uh, we might kick it off. I might actually go first today. We'll kick off some racing. You Hopefully first, we can mate. fill our pockets with a little bit of money to spend over Christmas. It's a bit of a tough meet. I found Saturday at Mooney Valley in Melbourne. So I've got three bests for the weekend, and they're a bit all over the shop. So I'm going to start with tomorrow night, Friday night, Cranbourne, race three, number four. There's a horse from John Sadler called LED. Now, it was um, three wide on a limb, and it's its debut run. Ran second. It was a really good run. This The winner had the better run, but those two cleared out from third. And then it was highly spruiked to run at Mowie a few weeks ago. I was tipped it, and it got scratched at the barrier. So I've been waiting for it to run again. It's on tomorrow night, race three, number four, LED. Uh, huge first up run. They really like it, and I think it'll win tomorrow night. Charlie, what's Bluebet got there, LED? $4 to win, $1.75 to place. Yeah, that's a good price. I like that. So keep an eye on LED tomorrow night. Then we go to Saturday at Mooney Valley. Uh, there's a horse, uh, Pitcher Nun, that's been around for a while. Race 6, number 13, that is. Its last two have been over this distance, the 20, 2040 to 2040-metre Cox Plate distance at Mooney Valley. And it started favourite, and it's just been beaten um, by a better horse on both occasions. But I think third time lucky now. It's got Jamie Carr on board, gate 2. As I said, had a couple of runs at this distance. It's previous to, uh, I know it's a bit of a non-winner. It's uh, two wins and nine placings, I think. But I think this is its time. So race six, number 13, pitcher none, the win at Mooney Valley Saturday. It opened at 370. It's coming quite a lot to $3.10 to win. Okay, right. All right. But I'm uh, confident that it'll get the job done with Jamie Carr on board. And then the uh, last race I'm keen to have a bet on is at Doombin on Saturday afternoon. Race eight, the listed race over 1,200 metres. This horse, Garibaldi, we all know anyone that follows the Dooman races, the Maloney and Golan combo. Uh, look, it's in career best form, this horse. It hasn't missed a place its last seven. Its last start in the George Moore was a really strong win. I like the way it's going. Uh, we're going to get nice each way odds because there's a couple of good ones in this race. So shooting for gold and king of Sparta. We both know I've got talent, but they've both just drawn a little bit awkwardly. I think from gate three, Maloney will just camp off them. And if it shows that turn of foot again, as I said, I think at a nice each way price, it won't miss the uh, top three, but I think it'll get the job done. Garibaldi, race eight, Doom, and Charlie. $4.20 to win, $1.80 to place. Yeah, there you go. It's a nice, safe bet. So they're my three bets for the weekend. We're not going to go too, uh, too much further than that. Junior, I'm sticking with those three. Right. For me, what about you with the, some of the war runners and yeah. your best for the weekend? Yeah, we've got uh, quite a few runners, Joey, uh, floating around, starting... Uh, today at Gosford uh, from the Kim Moore stable, we've had a pretty good run lately. So we've got uh, we've got a couple of runners today at Gosford. Then one up at Ipswich. We've got a sneaky one up there in race eight. So we'll start with Gosford race five, number one Oxford Vision, and race six, number ten Lingui. These horses are both good each way chances. They're about the ten dollar mark as well. So um, at Gosford today, I think we can get something out of uh, some good prices up there today. And then uh, in the last at Ipswich race eight, number six Trinity Missile. Now, this horse we've sent up to Brisbane. Uh, it's had three runs up there. It's run a fourth, a second, and a third. Uh, it draws a good barrier today in the last at Ipswich. I think it's around uh, 
about the $5 mark. Um, Charlie, have you got a price for Ipswich today? Race 8, number 6, Trinity Missile. I do. $6 to win, $1.75 to place. It opened at uh, 10 bucks okay. though, but a couple of horses have been scratched, so that might be why it's come in so much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's come in. I think it'll come in shorter than that. I don't think it'll start that price either. I think it'll start shorter than that. So race eight, number six, Trinity Missile. Today, I think it. I don't think you can miss a place. So it's it's a good each-way bet. So there's uh, today's runners. We then go to Saturday uh, at Ramwick um, for Kim's. A few more runners on Saturday. And we, we start there, race six, number five, Wanga Wonder. Now, this horse was extremely unlucky at Canterbury last mm. start. Got beaten in the nose, just the bob of the head. Um, it was in front before and after the post. A really good run. Sprinted home hard from the back. Before that, it won at Rose Hill. And I think out to 2,400 on Saturday, I think this horse is a great each-way bet. Uh, so race six, number five, Wanga Wonder. Charlie, what can you give me there? $5.50 to win, $2.15 to place on Blue Bet. Yep, so really, really keen on our horse there on Saturday, each way, race six. And then uh, a couple of runners, uh, we've got a runner at Wyong on Saturday, race one, number one, Chipper. Now, Chipper's also in at Newcastle on Monday, so whichever race he goes to, he'll be very, very hard to beat. He's, he's a pretty smart horse. He's been placed in town a couple of times. He's had a little a little virus after his run last run, so he hasn't been around for a while, but uh, he should be very hard to beat uh, whichever way he goes. And then on Monday at Newcastle, race four, number six, the Bull Ring. Uh, he's a get-back uh, run on horse. So if the race is run to suit, he can run a race. So there's the war runners, probably the best of those. I'd say maybe Wanga Wanda and Chipper, and also today, Trinity Missile. Then we'll go to my tips at Ramwick um, as well. We'll go to race five, number 10, Loving Silla. Uh, this is a very consistent staying horse. It's been racing in the midways. Uh, gets back and runs on, and it's always there or thereabouts. So I, I think uh, it's a great each way bet. Race five, number 10. Charlie, what price we got? Uh, loving Silla. $9 to win, $2.90 to place. Yeah, great each way bet. So we'll start off there each way. Then we'll go to race seven, number six at Ramwick Democracy Manifest. Now, this horse is always threatening, knocking on the door. Finally got the job done. Uh, last start over 1,400. Steps up to a mile. J-Mac on, barrier three, Chris Wallace. So you're not getting any fancy price, but I just think it'll go back to back. I think it's a pretty smart horse, got a touch of class. We'll get back. Uh, might need the brakes at the right time, but if it gets them, it should be hard to hold out. So race six, race seven, number six, uh, Charlie, what price? $2.15 to win. Okay, short enough. That's that's our good thing of the day. And then uh, my next bet, my last bet is in race nine, number nine, Kanazawa. The Godolphin-trained horse, very consistent horse. Uh, had no luck last start. Um, you didn't quite get a crack at him when it needed to. Ramwick's had four starts for a win, a second and two-thirds. Gets Zach Lloyd on, so takes a couple of kilos off. Gets in very light. So I think race nine, number nine, Kanazawa. You can probably back it each way, uh, depending on what price it is. Charlie, what price for Kanazawa? $4.20 to win, $1.70 to place. Okay, yeah, go, go conservative, back it each way, so... That's what we've got, uh, Charlie and Joey, for the weekend. Of course, it's Christmas time as well, so we we uh, got to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and hope uh, there's plenty of winners out there. Mm. Absolutely. Merry Christmas to everybody. And as we wrap up the show today, we always like to finish with the same show, Multi. We're yet the Jag one, but I get a feeling Christmas, we're due. This is our time. We can fill, uh, fill our pockets and uh, lash out on our friends and family for Christmas, Charlie. So I hope you're not venturing too far and wide, mate. You've just got something nice, just nice line and length for us to kick us off. I've played it pretty safe, boys. I actually have. Going to Australia versus Africa, and I've gone to David Warner's total runs in the first innings. The over-under oh, no. is 28 and a half. Oh, no. 
Oh no! So I wasn't. I was going to go the unders, but I thought it would be like forty or something like that. But if it's only twenty-eight and a half, it's his hundredth test. Maybe there's a bit of a good vibe around for him, and he might go the overs. So I'm going to pick over at a dollar eighty-eight. Over, so he just needs to make right. 29, 29 runs. runs. Or Come on, oh, as David. Long as, he avoids Rabata, as long as he avoids Rabada, he might get there. Jeez. I mean, I'm yeah. Not, I'm I, not confident <laughs> on that one, To be honest, I was going to go the unders, but then I just saw his wife before walking around the office. So I thought, if she's, if she's in the air looking and hear this. <laughs> hey, easy, easy, you know? Charlie, easy. Yeah, so I, I better, <laughs> better think to go overs. Over 28 and a half. Oh, I'm glad you put right. some real thought into that, Charlie. So you flipped it because <laughs> yeah, you saw Candice walking around. No, that's great, Charlie. Thanks you for that. No worries. Hey, I'll go next. I'm going to continue on with the NBL form. I'm uh, I'm going pretty well with the NBL. And the game on Friday night in Melbourne, it's the open air game. So we're playing at John Kane Arena with the roof open. All now, right. Melbourne yeah. have won three of their last four. They've uh, they've found some form after a horrible start. And their one loss, they blew it against Perth a few weeks ago. Now, Cairns are flying, one of the best teams in the comp. But open air games... It's really tough to score. The basketball, to say, the shooting, it does get affected by the conditions. And the Cairns type ends are a three-point shooting team. So I think they're mm-hmm. going to struggle with the open air. I think at home, Melbourne United will get the job done. I'm going to take them to cover the line, Charlie. So what a blue bet got is the line for Melbourne United Cairns, because I think they'll cover. Minus one and a half, I've got at the moment. Yep. So they'll, win. Yep, they'll cool. win by two or more. Put that in the bank. So Melbourne United to beat Cairns on the NBL Friday night is my second leg junior. All right, yeah, okay. That's that's interesting, the open air. If it's very windy, it would be very tough going, wouldn't it, to, to pot a few yep. baskets? Um, okay, well, I'm just... I, I, <laughs> I find it hard enough. technical term anyway. there from you, Junior. Well, mate, you can't talk, Charlie. I'm not... <laughs> pot, what do you... Slot, pot, shoot? Yeah, drain. What, what's the best drill, one? Drill a few baskets. Drain, yeah. Drill. Lock down, so drain. A lot of, lot yeah. of t- there's a lot of terms. Pot's not that, – that's a new one. For, okay, throw that into the mix, Joey, when you're commentating next. Right on. Pot yep. a few three-pointers. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry, Charlie, didn't know you were a basketball expert, mate. No, nah, yeah. That's all right. Nah. All good. Jack of all trades, yep. master of none. Yep, um, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Big Bash on uh, Friday in uh, – in St Kilda, the Stars and the Scorchers. I, I just think uh, there's nothing in between a lot of these teams uh, in the Big Bash. I'm going with the value. I'm going with the home team, the Stars, at two dollars fifteen or seventeen. What price are they, Charlie? Two dollars fifteen. I've got here. Okay, I'm just going to bank on uh, the Stars with Zampa and uh, Marcus Stornis is back from illness. Joe Clark's batting well at the top of the order. Hilton Cartwright's a, a good player as well. So I'm going to go to the Stars to beat the Scorchers uh, on Friday night. That one's paying $7.44 when you put it all together, boys. Uh, I like this one. Hopefully, David Warner can see off a bit of the new ball. He can just avoid avoid Rabada and he can get 30 in his 100th game. So good luck to mm-hmm. everyone there. Thank you, Charlie, as always. Thank you to you, Junior, for your contribution. And uh, thank you to our listeners. Hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. Have a Merry Christmas.